everybody! Welcome back to my channel, it's Alex, and today I'm going to talk about all the books that I read um, from March 15th to March 31st, 2017, so like the second half of March, you get it. I did film already what I read in the first half of March, so feel free to check out that video if you want to. Okay, I'm so excited, I read a lot of good stuff this past two weeks, also a lot of bad stuff. I <laughs> know, I mean, I did try reading some stuff and then just dropped it, which I tend to do at times. That happens every month. But today I'm going to talk about the stuff that I finished. That's right guys, I did it. I'm still reading. Okay, the first book that I read is called The Art of the Short Story. Here it is. Um, 52 Great Authors, Their Best Short Fiction and Their Insights on Writing by Dana Gioa and R.S. Gwynn. This is a writing anthology. I have been super into anthologies, as you might know, as you might know from watching my other videos. This is an anthology full of short stories by many different authors, so many, like Alice Walker and Kafka and Hemingway, so many. Um, so it, it features their short stories and then also um, after that it gives their author perspective on something, like they maybe like something that they said about character or like an interview that they did or talking about something about the short story that was just in the book. Um, I really like this. Honestly, I didn't really read the short stories as much as I read the um, the author perspectives because I love hearing what the authors had to say. It's quite huge, so I didn't read every short story in here at all. This has actually the entire The Metamorphosis by Kafka, and I was like, whoa, they have the entire The Metamorphosis. If you like writing short stories, it can give you some interesting insight. I don't know if I gained too much insight, but I loved hearing what the authors had to say, and it was full of like so many different authors, which I really liked getting like the different kinds of authors, their different types of short stories and their styles. I really love checking this I really recommend checking this out. Um I love anthologies. I want to get more anthologies. They are so fun. I, I'm really into them. I've been really into them recently. The second book that I want to talk about is Crazy Rich Asians by Kevin Kwan. Okay, I heard about this ages ago because it's like a bestseller. Um and I finally read it. I finally got my hands on it like everybody wants it. But I finally managed to get it from the library. And whoa, the cover. I listened to the audiobook of this. I have been listening to a lot of audiobooks this month, which is how I've been reading so much. Audiobooks are like my savior. Um, basically, this is, as my prediction from the title, it's about three extremely wealthy families um, in China. And it rotates throughout the perspectives of these families. It rotates throughout um, their stories. And my favorite story, which is kind of like the main story too, is about one of the wealthy people. Um, his name is Nicholas, and he brings his girlfriend Rachel from America back to Singapore, to his hometown, to his family, to meet them, um, and which causes a lot of gossip and drama. Um, so I really, I love getting the insight and learning more about like Chinese culture of like the wealthy. On the back, some reviewers said that. Um, it has themes of Pride and Prejudice, which I totally found, actually, now that I read the review, I was like, that's so true, because there's a lot of, like, um, it's all about relationships and gossip. I actually didn't really like the gossip that much, because, I don't know, I'm not really into, like, women gossiping about other women. I don't really like that that much. But I guess if that happens, then it happens. I guess the author, Kevin Kwan, was just so good, he made me really hate some characters. Like, I was like, oh my god, I don't like this, which I guess is what a great author can do. Um, I really like this. I found it super entertaining. 
um, and I love learning about the different culture, as I always do. So I highly recommend picking this up. I can totally see why it's a bestseller. It was really good. I'm so excited because this was Kevin Kwan's debut novel and I'm really excited to read more of his stuff if it ever comes out. Okay, numero tres is um, The Color Purple by Alice Walker. This is a classic, like literally a classic, and I finally read it. I have been reading more classics. Um, I finally read this classic and it was so good. I can see why, it was a why it's a classic. Um, this is written in letter form, sort of, by two characters. One is Sally and the other is Nettie, and they are two sisters. Um, Sally is in the American South and she is a child wife. And Nettie is um, a missionary who goes to Africa to live with indigenous people um, as their community gets taken over by the government, like doing forestry and building roads. And a lot of it is written in dialect, which I found really fascinating and creative. I loved um, reading something in dialect. This book was heartbreaking and fascinating. I learned a lot about like missionaries going to other countries, which was fascinating. Oh, look, there's Alice on the back. Gorgeous. I know there's a movie, so I'm really excited that now I can watch the movie. So I really want to watch it. It's quite heartbreaking, but it, I also found the story like really interesting and the stuff that happened to these guys girls actually they were girls <laughs> and I just found it really well written definitely read this if you have not read it it's a classic for a reason and again I loved how it was in dialect oh my gosh okay I want to read you the first paragraph you better not never tell nobody but God it'd kill your mammy dear God I am 14 years old I am crossed out I have always been a good girl maybe you can give me a sign letting me know what is happening to me what a hug that is so good. Um, that was like the opening paragraph. So I had been reading it. It's like, again, in letter form. And yeah, this was like a really real book. It talked about some like harsh themes and really realistic characters. So it's making me, I'm sorry for slapping you. It's make, I'm talking to books, guys. This book makes me want to read more classics because they remind me that some classics are great and not just completely dull, which I won't talk about which classics are dull. Oh man, I am ruthless. Okay, the next book I'm really excited to talk about because I loved it so much. It is called Wonder Women, um, 25 Innovators, Inventors, and Trailblazers Who Changed History by Sam Maggs, illustrated by Sophia Foster Dimino. This is a book just full of stories about the lives of inspirational women in different fields. The book is split into five parts. Um, it has women of science, women of medicine, women of espionage, women of innovation, and women of adventure. I love this book a lot. It was really inspirational when I read it because I was like, wow, these women can do so much. They're so like strong and talented. And it just made me feel like I could do anything. It was very inspirational. <laughs> On the back is so pretty, by the way. Um, it says women can write programs, launch rockets, fly airplanes, cure illness, prove theorems, name planets, win battles, climb mountains, build robots, break records, start movements, and keep fighting. This was good. This was exactly what I needed in these troubling times, which aren't all times troubling. And every chapter begins with an illustration and the day that they lived and also a quote by them. I loved this book a lot. Um, 
I think my favorite section was probably Women of Adventure, which was all about women who um, like went traveling and um, did things in like remote places of the world, like like a geophysicist who um, climbed mountains and stuff like that. I love that section, but all the sections were great. It was full of diverse women who did incredible things and who were often written over in history. So I really love learning about this stuff that you wouldn't normally read in textbooks. And the author, Sam Maggs, clearly <laughs> writes for the internet because this wasn't like a textbook. It was def it felt like I was reading like a blog article about them maybe. Um, which I don't mind textbook speech and I also don't mind article speech so it was fine either way. Um, but yes, yeah, so it was very well written. It was like funny and lighthearted while at the same time getting to the real story. And also well researched which <laughs> is always important. Oh and also sometimes it has like Q&A's with, um, with like women who still live, <laughs> you know what I mean? Who are still alive, who still live, wow. <laughs> um, and I didn't even realize that um, the, inside the inside spine is so pretty, like it's got pink lines where each section happens, which is so gorgeous. Yeah, I love the cover design and the drawings inside are beautiful. It was a really well-designed book. Clearly very thought out. Ah, I love that one. It might be my favorite one of all of these. That one was so fun to read. The next book that I read, number five, is 112263 by Stephen King. Very famous author. Very famous book. And I finally read it. I know this was made into a TV show as well, but I have never seen a TV show. Basically, um, it is this big. It was quite big. I listened to the audiobook of this again. Um, and when I saw it in my in my audiobook feed, I, it was like 35 parts, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like twice as big as the other books that I normally have in my audiobook feed. Um, this is about a guy who is living in 2011, and he goes back in time, don't worry, it's not spoiling it, he goes back in time with the personal mission to prevent the assassination of John F. Kennedy, JFK, who was an American president um, in, 19, in the 1960s. Who got assassinated and yes it this book was really well detailed really well thought out i love learning about the culture of the 1950s like late 1950s early 1960s which is where this guy named jack goes back to stephen king clearly put a lot of like research and thought into this book because it talks about everything from like how the food tasted better back then to like what people wore i don't know and also the cover is gorgeous because obviously i had the audiobook but this this cover is really cute. I thought it was really smart that it has this picture of the president. Anyway, um, I love the plot and the concept is just genius. Some guy going back in time. It was so smart, but it was there was a lot more than that. That's just the basic premise, but there are many more characters and a lot more plot deviations and things that happen, as you can imagine, because the book is so thick. I haven't read a lot of Stephen King. I've only read Carrie and this one. I can see why it was made into a TV show because there is so much that happens in this book and I really appreciate it and respected that Stephen King put a lot of like time and effort into getting the story and the background and the research for it. This definitely made me want to read more of Stephen King. I can see why he's so popular. He's a bestseller. And finally the last book that I read this past two weeks. I can't believe I read so much. It's thanks to audiobooks and listening to them on like two times the speed. <laughs> Um, audiobooks are really great. They really help me focus and like get away from my anxious thoughts because if you have an audiobook that's like jabbering on in your head, you have to focus on it and so you can't think about other things, which 
I like at times, but also at other times I feel like I need some quiet too. <laughs> also, if you listen to things too fast, it sort of makes you really stressed out, at least for me. So I like have to turn it back down to 1.5 because when they're talking really fast, it's like, it gets me jittery. Anyway, the point is the last book that I read is The Blind Assassin by Margaret Atwood. Again, Margaret Atwood is really well-known. I've been reading a lot of well-known authors this past two weeks, um, but I have never read anything by her, not even The Handmaiden's Tale, which I actually do want to read. But I finally read The Blind Assassin. This is large print, by the way, so it's not that big, but it's still quite big. This is kind of hard to explain. Um, it reminded me of 1Q84 by Haruki Murakami, um, which is actually one of my favorite books on the entire planet. Although I also do have a lot of quarrels with 1Q84. It's truly like a love-hate relationship, me and 1Q84. We're like that annoying couple on Facebook who puts, it's complicated, like <laughs> truly. I have such a love-hate relationship with that book. But the point is this book, it reminded me of 1Q84 because it's like a novel within a novel. It has one story, but then occasionally it'll flick flip back to another story. But the main premise are these two sisters named Laura and Iris who are living in the 1930s slash 1940s. So again, in the past, I really love learning about the culture of the past of that time. It's talking about them and um, their relationships with like people in their household, their parents, themselves, their lovers, which sounds weird. <laughs> but then it also has a novel within a novel which is talking about Laura and this guy that she's dating. And that one is sort of like a science fiction-y one, kind of. And it also, also, it also, also, oh my gosh, I say also too much, don't I? When I say also, after the also, oh wow. Um, it also has like stuff from newspapers, like, like obituaries, which I thought was really clever how Margaret Atwood incorporated like or obituaries, and not real obituaries, but like obituary style into the novel. I thought that was really smart. And yes, the writing style like really parallels the colloquialisms of the 1930s and the 1940s, like the culture of that time, which I thought was really cool. Margaret Atwood is such a good writer. I loved her descriptions. Um, I can see why she is incredibly famous. And it's set in Canada, by the way, in Ontario, which is a province in Canada in the East, for those of you that don't know. It was kind of melancholy at times, but that's just what the characters were like. At least the main character, like the main story is set in the point of view of Iris. I highly recommend this. It was quite good. And again, it made me want to read more Margaret Atwood. Well, that's everything that I read this past two weeks, guys. Let me know um, what you have been reading because I'm always looking for recommendations, as you know. Feel free to tell me in the comments below. And don't forget to subscribe and feel free to check out my first half of March video if you want to because I do make videos often. And I will see you in my next video. So bye. How am I gonna pick these up to show in the thumbnail? It's impossible. My gosh. Whew. Okay, that was my arm workout for the day. <laughs> uh, really though. Whoop. Whew, bye guys.